Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Well, I came here to say that you were going to get the raw Sierra today, but that's every fucking day. Uh, I will say that some days are a little more raw than others, and it's Shark Week, so everything's just kind of fucking laid out there for Sierra on these weeks. So today's episode's definitely going to be hashtag unfucking chained. You get the raw, real Sierra when you listen to my podcast. And sometimes I forget how vulnerable I am because I'm just talking to a fucking microphone. It is so easy to talk to a microphone, but I forget that that microphone's connected to every person I fucking know's ear. And so sometimes you guys, I will get messages or one of you guys will comment make a comment to me and I'm like, holy shit, I forgot. Yeah, you know that everybody else in the fucking world. So I am getting used to having all my shit out there, even though being in the sexual wellness industry, you know, I've been able to connect with women and use my own self as a personal testimony for years. It's different when it's on a podcast in everyone's fucking ears and it can be on repeat like, ooh, all right. So today I am talking about some raw, real shit. And like most of these episodes, it's very raw. It's down to earth. And this is just my style. I understand it's not for everyone. You know, I talked to a few people this week that I had removed from some of my contacts because they were like, Sierra, I love following you, but I am just not in a headspace for what you're offering right now. And I totally understand. I am very straight to the point and I make you see things in your life that can be very uncomfortable. I totally get that because I've been in the same position where I wasn't ready for something or I wasn't in the right headspace to receive something. So I totally understand and keep me in your your outer vision because you never know whenever you need that support or you need that guidance or that resource and I'll still be here. So today we're going to talk about finding your truths and what does that even fucking mean when I say find your truth. What is a truth? It is something that you know to be true that you identify with. It is what you know to exist. It is what is in your world. And sometimes, and you're like, I know what I like. I know what I am. If that's you, woo! I don't know about you, but I know that I love finding out more things about myself because I've been on this planet for 28 years and there's still so fucking much. I don't know about my own self. And in the past few years, I think I've learned more about myself in the past year, actually focusing on myself and 
doing the internal work, I've learned more about myself in the past few years than I think I have my whole life. So when you decide to step into that journey, and it's a journey of growth, and it is going to get you to the destination that you are looking at that's in that future view for you. So today, I'm just going to give you a little testimony of my story and how I have found some of my truths and how I have found my sexual truths, what I had to do to get that and what can that look like through sex coaching and how can I help in those areas? (laughs) Number one, because I've been there. I've done the fucking work. I've found the hard spots and I've found my truths and I continue to find them. I don't feel like it's a place that should ever be halted. You know, like whenever people talk about loving multiple people or sharing that space for multiple relationships and capping off, why would you ever cap off your happiness? Why would you ever cap off your love? You know, so just for example, we were talking the other day and about a polyamorous relationship and where one person can love multiple people. And It kind of got me thinking, you know, whenever somebody's like, how could you equally love other people? There's just no way that in a poly, like a polyamorous relationship that how can one person love multiple people? So when we were talking about it and I said, after they were like, it's so hard to wrap my head around how one person could love multiple people. And I'm like, well, think of it this way. When you have kids this person in particular had four. And so I was like, do you love all of your children equally? Or did you like love them less as they popped out? And we laughed because that's just how blunt I am. That's our relationship. (laughs) But she was like, oh, like it made sense. Like whenever you have kids, you don't pick and choose how you're going to love your kids. You just wholeheartedly fucking love every single one of them. And I am speaking from what I've witnessed because I only have one child, but I have two dogs. So, you know, that counts too. Loving your children equally is such a great example of how someone can feel in a polyamorous relationship or in an open relationship. You know, why should we cap ourselves off from love? Why should we cap ourselves off from happiness? You know, another great example is using your kids again, because would you ever tell someone to stop loving your kid? If someone just wanted to appear in your life and just, I'm talking in a non-creepy fucking way, of course, but like, say you have a family friend that just loves the hell out of your kid and they've been in your life forever and they love the hell out of your kid and they want to spoil your kid and they want to take your kid out to do all the things. Would you tell them, no, you're not allowed to love my child. You cap that love off for your kid. Hell no. We want everybody to love our kids. That's why we post them on social media all the fucking time. Cause we're like, look at how fucking cute this thing is that I fucking made. Like, look at how perfect this thing is that I created. We don't cap our love off for our kids. But what I have seen as a coach is we cap our love off for ourselves. We cap our happiness off for ourselves. We don't cap it off for our kids but we do for ourselves. When you start to focus on yourself and you start to look at your needs and your desires and your wants, there's a lot of guilty feelings that can come up and there's a lot of shame. And 
that's because usually it comes from a place that was put on us at some point that we did not give that somebody else felt shameful. And so they made us feel shameful as well. You can have a lot of guilt and shame build up after years of neglecting yourself and after years of really working on yourself and healing you and seeing what you were put here to do. When it comes to finding your truths and where you even start, I'll just give you my personal testimony. And the first thing that we had to do, and when I mean we, I mean Sierra, but sometimes I'm a we, But the first thing that we had to do was make the fucking space. So we had to remove shit. You know, if you listen to one of my past podcast episodes, I talk about how my word for the year of 2022 was remove. Everything that no longer served a purpose in my life, everything that did not bring me happiness, health, wealth, and joy needed to fucking go. And Whenever I say this was probably one of the hardest fucking minutes of my life, I mean it. Because have you ever loved something so much and let it go because you knew it wasn't right for you? Because you knew that you can still love people from afar, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they should be in your life. And the hard fucking truth about this is almost... 90% of the time, the person that is poisoning you with their toxicity, with their shame, with their energy, their bad energy, the person that's usually poisoning you or feeding that fire from you is usually somebody really fucking close to you. It's usually a family member, a best friend, somebody that's been in your life for a long time. When it comes to removing shit from your life, cutting toxic people out and cutting toxic relationships off is one of the hardest things that you will ever do. It is a loss and you have to grieve it and go through the grieving process when it happens. I had to cut people out of my life that had been in my life for years and years and years and people that I loved and held dearly. And if you're like, Sierra, love, like, I still hold so much love for those people. You know, if you don't know me, something about me is I can definitely be the biggest extroverted and out there. But like deep down, I love everyone who's ever been and ever stepped foot in my life. I don't care if I haven't talked to you in 20 years. I still love you. I've always been a lover and I've always held that space for people and I don't care if I haven't talked to you in 20 years, always cheering you on. Removing people that I love dearly was very hard. After one of the biggest things that I had to let go, and it wasn't just one person, it was a collective thing that I had to release. And when I let that go, I was able to really see the situation for what it was. And I was really able to see people for who they truly were. And people who I thought were my ride or dies, who were supposed to have my back through no matter what, that I had already had their fucking back for them. People that I had already held their backpack for a while. I had already been their person. And when the time came to reciprocate that feeling and whenever Sierra hit her rock bottom and was at her worst, Sierra didn't have anybody. Nobody came to fucking check on Sierra. 
Sierra has taken care of everyone else her entire fucking life. I have lived and loved everyone around me just pouring out of me whatever I can do for them to make their life better and to make them feel loved. And Sierra didn't have a single fucking person. Now, I'm not saying that to be like, if you're one of my close people and you're listening to this and you're like, Sierra, I didn't even know. You know, I had plenty of family support and support from the people that love me, but I'm talking about the people who I thought were supposed to be there for me. Whenever they didn't show up, that's when I realized what is this relationship and what is this collective in my life? How is this serving me as a whole? How is this fueling my life? Because only thing it made me feel was shittier. It made me feel shittier that I could pour my heart and soul into something and people and someone and them tell me that they have my back. And then when it came down to it, they did it. I don't regret any of the way anything went down. Like I said, I hold enormous amount of love and respect for everyone involved in all these situations because I've let it go. Letting it go was one of the best things that I ever did. It also helped me truly see what areas in my life were holding me back. Removing toxic relationships and toxic people in your life will never be easy. You're going to have to grieve it. You're going to have to fucking cry. You're going to have to have the emotions, have the feelings, call your best friend or your vet person or your work wife or your confidant, whoever that one person is, and get your fucking feelings out about it because it is a process like anything else. So making space and removing the shit from your life and I'm not talking just people and things. I'm talking everything down to conversations, removing conversations from your life that you don't want to fucking have. You know, next time you are getting gaslighted or a trigger conversation comes up, removing that conversation. You don't have to have that conversation. You can choose to say, you know what? I appreciate you, but I don't want to talk about this right now. So let's talk about something else or I'm going to go ahead and go. That is your right. Removing shit from your life that doesn't bring you happiness, health, wealth, or joy, or fucking love, or fucking orgasms. Get it out of your life. When you clear all that fucking space, guess what's left? A big empty space for you to fill with all the shit that you want. Your truths. Finding what you like. Finding what makes your life fuckable. So removing all that fucking shit is one of the hardest parts of really finding your truths and finding your core being and finding and finding your true self. Know that you are fucking valid in what you like. That is the next thing that, you know, once you've made that space, you need to know that whatever you like, your kinks, especially when it comes to sex and your sexuality and what turns you on, know that it's valid in what you like and you don't have to feel shame about it. When you release shame and that shame that somebody else put on you, you can sit with what you like. You can sit with your desires. Know that you're valid. You're not weird. You're not fucking abnormal. You're not a loner. You're not the only one. You are not the only one. There are so many other people out there that like everything that's running through your head right now. Isn't that crazy to think? Everything, all of your sexual fantasies, everything you've ever wanted in your life, in your relationship, in your world, is also running through someone else's head. Isn't that crazy to think that? 
and how often we close ourselves down and we sabotage our own selves. No one else is like this. There's no one like me. Oh my gosh. No, no, sister. There's definitely no one like you. I'm going to fucking say that right now. Man. Nobody like you, bitch. You are unique in your own way. Know that there are people out there who want the same things that you want, that hold the same values that you have, and that want the same things from life. So exploring all your truths and things through sex coaching, what you do with me, a lot of people have messaged me and been talking to me about coaching, and I am excited because I will be launching that one-on-one coaching with me is coming. I will be taking my first 14 clients in the next few months of whenever you listen to this podcast. So know that I am so excited to be able to open this opportunity for people to grab on because through sex coaching with me, the very first thing that we do, this one-on-one coaching with me is a, is transformative coaching. All right. Let's just put that out there. I know some people are like, so I just pay you and you help me have better sex. Not really necessarily. I'm not really that type of coach, but you are going to definitely get that from coaching. So first off, one-on-one coaching with me, what it's going to look like is it's going to be transformative coaching. My client is a very specific client and this is not going to be for everyone. If the shoe fits, it's going to really fucking fit. And that was the whole point of whenever I built a coaching business, what I wanted to do. And that is, I wanted to make sure that I was working with like a copy paste version of me five years ago, because that's who I'm going to connect with. That's who is going to fucking thrive from my coaching. One-on-one coaching with me is transformative coaching. We are going to hold a massive space for you to explore and to feel safe. And first off, I don't know if you've never really felt safe for a minute in a coaching situation or a therapy situation. This just alone can be huge for people because sometimes there are people that come into my coaching sessions and they're like, holy shit, I just realized I haven't even just felt safe for like 10 years, just safe in a moment and in their bodies. So transformational coaching, you'll be able to work with me in either six week increments or 12 week increments. And it's basically similar. The 12 weeks is just going to be very much more in depth and you'll get to go much deeper with me, (laughs) which I know everybody wants to go deeper with Sierra. So I had to have a 12 week option on there and six weeks for people who are not sure about the commitment. So through desire coaching with me, that's the first thing that we do is we make the space, we remove the shit and we really find your truths. We really get to the bottom of you. We feel the things that you need to feel. And this is just the iceberg of what coaching looks like with me. So I'm really excited. Stay tuned. Um, I will having a form come out soon for anybody who's interested in coaching with me. Um, I just want to make sure that that we're going to be a good pair. And I, like I said, my first 14 client spots are getting ready to open. And so I know I've had a ton of buzz. More is coming. Finding what's really fucking true to you. That is what it really boils down to. How do we really find what is true to you? I want you to think about for just a moment, if you ever had a friend, you probably have all had one of these friends that you would make plans with, right? So we made plans with that friend and then like five minutes before you were supposed to meet them, they bailed. Or like an hour before you were supposed to meet them, they bailed. 
So you made plans again and they canceled again. And so you gave it like two months and are like, all right, hope you got your shit together now. Let's plan again. I love you. Third time's a charm. You make plans and what do you know? The day of she canceled. They sick. They can't make it. Right? Is this story sounding familiar? She canceled on you for like the fourth time. And all of a sudden, next thing you knew, you were standing in your kitchen telling your hobby, I'm not making plans with that hoe no mo. You lost trust in her, didn't you? Or whoever this person was. You lost trust in them. Every time you tell yourself that you are going to do something and don't follow through with it, you are abandoning yourself, your truths, and losing trust. Just like the friend that doesn't show up just as you tell your things and you don't show up for those things in your life, you lose trust. So if you are like Sierra, I have no fucking confidence. I have no trust in myself. I'm going to ask you, when was the last thing you said to yourself that you really followed through with? And I'm not talking like the, oh, I'm going to go ahead and get a Frappuccino this morning. <laughs> following through with that shit. Shout out, Sierra. Self-care. Hell yes, I support that. But what was the last thing you said to yourself that you promised yourself you were going to hold true to, you were going to do, you were going to accomplish, you were going to follow through with that you didn't do? What's coming up for you right now? Because this right here, whatever's coming up for you, whatever you told yourself that you were going to do that you didn't do, this is the fucking shit that's killing your confidence. This is why you have no confidence. Now, if you're like me, um, I am a recovering people pleaser, recovering RPP unite, <laughs> recovering people pleasers, all the people that just want to make every fucking buddy else happy. This can be such a huge challenge because you have to consciously make this decision. You have to consciously choose every day and make this decision. And I'm talking like the job, the town, the relationship, what is coming through to you right now that you know is not right for you. What is coming up that you know in your life, the place that you're living in, the relationship you're in, the job you've stayed in for 10 years, what's coming through to you that you know just isn't right for you? That you said you were going to leave. You said you were going to change. You said you were going to make an effort. You said you were going to change this up. What is coming through that you didn't fucking follow through to? What immediately flashed in your brain, ding, ding. Elevator just went off. Butler stepped out with a plate that says, your fucking truth has arrived. What part of your truth are you denying? Your truth informs your standards and your standards inform your boundaries. I tell your boundaries what to do. What your standards are are what your fucking boundaries are. And you are respecting yourself when you set those boundaries. So I'm going to leave you with that today. What part of your truth are you denying? Your truth has arrived. It's fucking here. What are you going to promise yourself and be impeccable with so that you can start getting that fucking confidence back? Thank you so much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. 
For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.